Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Thanks for tuning in to Tech Vibe Radio this very Friday night. I love Friday night, Audrey. I do, too. It's the best night of the week. Well, no, I take it back. Thursday night's the best night of the week because there's great shows on TV. But no, no, I'm kidding. Friday (laughs) night's the best night. I'm thrilled. Because we get to nerd out and have fun with things like the Edge Women's Program, which we're dedicating the entire show to. I love that. It's a whole hour of this stuff. And I can't wait to get into it because the Pittsburgh Technology Council partnered up with Christy Offelman this year, who's with us right now. Christy, thank you for taking the time to hang out with us. The pleasure is mine. What else could I be doing on a Friday night? Exactly. And Justin Driscoll. Exactly. I can't wait because we have so many great people here tonight, good friends and family that are talking about this important program. And let's have Justin Driscoll. He manages our, our, our people and culture services here at the Tech Council. And Justin, spin this up for us a little bit. Tell us about the program and why All right. the PTC got interested in hanging out with Christy. Thanks for having me back, yeah. Audrey, mm-hmm. Jonathan. I had to pull a couple strings I know. and say it was cool. I know. Okay. And I appreciate and the effort. It's late for him. It, it is. I mean, Friday night, I mean, I'm usually zapped by now. I know. Uh, but thank you for having us on. Uh, Edge is Edge is just great. It, it really is. That's the new bumper sticker. Uh, Edge is just great. <laughs> I, I'm going to copyright that. Yes. I want to copyright that. It's too late. It's, it's great. It. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's great because of the impact that it's having on all the women that are that are part of it. All right, so uh, talk about it first because yeah. people will probably yeah. say, so, Edge, what is Edge? What is Edge? Edge is... Um, a cohort-based women's leadership program that allows women to come together and uh, meet women who are kind of moving in the same direction that they are moving. And they're all in different companies, different careers, different backgrounds. Mm -hmm. But what they have in common is that they're moving in the same direction. They're either starting something new, they're uh, going through a challenging season in their life, they are new managers, they are new mothers, but they're, they're at this place in their life where they really feel stuck. And probably mm. For some reason too, or another. It's, it works yeah. a combination of things. Yeah. And they need people around them who can relate to them, who won't judge them, who understand them, and can help them get unstuck and get where they need to go. And when Christy and I met two years ago now, I had no idea of why or how Edge would be great, as I said a minute ago. Exactly. But now that we've been through one cohort, right. it, it truly is great. It's it's great for the tech council to be able to do this type of work, but it's great to be able to have women who are at our member companies who who need this type of programming, who need this type of uh, development, and, and I'm just uh, I'm excited that we get to, to be part of this with Christy. It's, so it's do you really think there program. was a need? Yeah, we knew there was a need. I mean, you know, Audrey, you and I talk all the time about the need for um, leadership development uh, for men and women, but also right. the diversity out challenges that the right. IT sector specifically has right. and how there's a lack of women in senior roles, a lack of women in all, all aspects and all levels of IT. And so this, in in my head and in, in our conversations internally, was this was one of the ways that we could respond to that. Mm-hmm. We can do our part to uh, help with some of the diversity challenges that are going on in the tech sector. For sure. So, Christy, your background. Jonathan. 
Yeah. I'm just saying, yeah. come on. Who are you? <laughs> you can see why he, yeah. there needs to be a men's edge now. Uh, are you yes. Oh, yes. my goodness. Jonathan and I are one and two students. Number one, number two. <laughs> That's right, Justin. I won't judge you. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. I'd love, love for yes. Jonathan to go through the same yeah. Justin. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. I can so see Audrey. Audrey's got gears turning in her head right now. Oh, yeah. yeah when she thing. thinks big, it's um, big impact. I'm just yes. saying. Absolutely. Exactly. So, so about Christy, yes. tell us about yourself, your background, and what got you into leading up these types of things. Um, so I would say that um, at the core of who I am are two things. The first is that I'm all about challenging the status quo. Okay. And the second is that it is my life's work to help people feel less alone. Wow. And so That's this wow. cohort experience, Edge, was truly born from, um, from my experience of feeling alone. So um, my background is that... Um, I started out in uh, medical equipment sales, so with Johnson and Johnson and Bayer, no great way. big companies. Yeah, absolutely, great big companies. Yeah. And um, and I had the good fortune to be a part of a um, mentoring program at Johnson and Johnson early in my career, where good sales reps mentored new hires, good division managers mentored sales oh, reps right. all the way okay. up. And um, and I got to mentor new hires, and I found that it was um, way more rewarding for me to sit down. With with a new hire um, and help him or her chart out their first 18 months in their, um, you know, credibility building and visibility, how they were going to um, hit their goals. And so I'm um, about two years into that. Mm -hmm. I decided that I should be a manager because managers, but all they do is they develop people, and I love to develop people, so obviously I should be a manager. Um, landed at Bear um, as a sales manager, and it didn't even take me a year to go down in flames. <laughs> because the very qualities that make someone, let's say I was an A-plus salesperson, which right. I wasn't, but if I was an A-plus salesperson, the very qualities that make someone an A-plus salesperson make her or him, at best, a C-minus sales manager. And later on, when I spent seven years in the construction industry, I saw this with engineers. Right? We tend to promote technical experts mm -hmm. um, into management roles. Right. And not so always a good idea. Not always a good idea, right? right. For a whole right. host of reasons, right. both for the organization and the individual. Mm -hmm. And so what I learned very early on um, was that, um, you know, so whose fault was that, that um, I failed in my first sales manager job? Was it the organization's fault for bringing me in and making me a sales manager? I mean, I didn't lie on my resume. They knew I didn't have right. sales management right. experience. Right, right. Or was it my fault because I saw them something I couldn't deliver. I wouldn't agree with that. Well, well, I'd like to say there was there was more than enough blame to go around, okay. but what was important was what I learned is I needed to own my career. I couldn't wait for my company to develop me. Exactly. I needed to That's own right. where I was going, what my skill set was, right. what I was going to contribute, what my purpose was. And, um, and so when I found myself then several years later in the construction industry, feeling alone again, this time for a different reason. So I was the first female manager in a regional general contract here in Pittsburgh and after two years was promoted to the executive team, mm -hmm. first female on the executive right. team. And while I worked for a family of men who really appreciated the value that I brought to the table, I had a long road to hoe when it came to earning credibility with my peers. And so I started thinking I need to find a mentor. Um, but I wasn't going to find a mentor inside my organization right, okay, as right. the most senior woman, so I start looking outside in the region. And um, what I saw was that um, 
what I thought I wanted was a mentor. What I needed was a peer group. What I needed was other women who, across companies and industries, could share best practices with me. Um, that when I felt stuck, I could go to, as Justin said, and um, you know, some women come to us because they're feeling stuck. An equal amount of women come to us because they're ready to accelerate. Um, you'll hear from Liz Kablusik here shortly, and she has likened Edge to um, an accelerator or a jetpack. A um, jetpack. A jetpack. I, like I love that, that analogy. Like that. Uh, because you come to us, and we're going to equip you with tools and techniques, practical tools and techniques to apply in your career, um, create a safe space for you to share best practices with peers across That's companies great. and industries, um, and um, create that space for horizontal knowledge transfer with your peers, but then layer in those executives across the region to share vertical knowledge transfer. I love All it. Right. So we have we, so much in front of us. Already. It really is. We're, where's information about this? We have it on our website, pjhtech.org. Yep, and then search edge. edge. we got a page there set up for we can learn That's all great. about this stuff. And I'm so excited because we're going to learn more about the program and how it functions in our next segment. And then we're going to go do some deep dives with these at Whiskey Blusick and as well with Keisha Pendleton from Carlo. You're going to so love them. I just cannot wait because I think this is such a powerful program and I want our listeners to really just soak this up and then if they know people that are appropriate for this, send them to it. Just that simple. We're taking a quick break. We're coming back with more Tech Vibe Radio, I swear. This is Jonathan Kirsten. And this is Audrey Russo. Once again, learn more about us at pghtech.org. Thanks for spending your Friday night with us here on Tech Five Radio. This is Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Audrey Russo. And Audrey, we cannot mess around. We are jumping right into yeah, our, we are our, jumping our programming right in tonight. There's too much to cover. Yes. Too much to cover. All about the Edge Women's Program. Powerful, powerful stuff. We were just talking to Christy Offelman. You're giving us this great story about how you've been inspired to start this thing through your, your, your trajectory to get here. So let's finish that story up. Like, where was the moment where you're like, I got to take this? and make something that I can help all types of people with, all types of women with? Um, so I'm going to quote a mentor of mine. Her name um, was MJ Tossie, and um. she and she was um, a tremendous mentor to me and friend and is the founder of the um, Carnegie um, Women's Negotiation Academy at CMU. And she has also, she's often likened women's leadership development um, not unlike a labyrinth. Right? Not to say that a man's career path is a, point, is a straight line from point A to point B because that's oversimplifying it, but that for women, um, navigating through corporate America is not unlike a labyrinth. There are certain barriers yeah. and obstacles I that, argue that. That's right? sure. that women face that men don't. Right. Um, taking that a step further, there are additional, mostly invisible, um, barriers and obstacles to overcome that women of color face that white women don't face. That's right. And so what I've seen in the 13 years that I have been facilitating and coaching these cohorts. 13 years you've been doing 13 this. years, wow, yes, sir. Awesome. Um, and what I will, what I see over and over is what we think is individual to us as women leaders is a part of a collective. But what we lack is a vehicle through which we can share those best practices. Um, so, um, you know, when one woman faces a challenge and through her own resourcefulness and tenacity, she overcomes that challenge, gets to the other side until she runs smack into the next one without ever knowing that three cubicles away, another woman's facing that same challenge. Four blocks away, eight blocks, ten. Um, again, it goes back to that what we're facing is a collective experience right, right, right. Um, across companies and across industries. So what are we facing? What are we facing? Um, 
What are we facing? We are um, we're facing inequity. We're facing. I mean, in terms of the actual numbers, there's a fantastic study that just came out um, through McKinsey and Lean In, and it has mm-hmm. 2016 data in it. And um, it, it talks about how women are less likely to receive the first critical promotion to manager. So edge is targeted at mid-career women, right? right? right. And mid-career, Jonathan, is um, more so based on experience than on age. Right. So our cohorts right. will have women in their 20s, 30s, 40s, and even in their early 50s right. because women tend to idle in mid-career mm-hmm. a lot longer than men. So to your question, Audrey, why do we need this? It's because we're idling in I mid-career know. so much longer than men. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can see that in the numbers. Women are less likely to receive promotions right. than men. Um, you know, women are less likely to be at the C-suite, even all the way to the board level. Mm-hmm. And so what we want it's to see... It's not getting better. It's, it's not getting better. In fact, um, in this most recent McKinsey study, the pipe, it shows us that it's getting worse. Right. It's getting worse. Yeah. So the numbers of women at the C-suite and SVP and VP levels, mm-hmm. um, the women that are in the pipeline for those levels is less than the percentage of the women that are actually in Whoa. those levels. And this wow. is 2016. That's not cool, man. That's and so we need cool. to do something differently. Right. Absolutely. So talk about the program, both of you. We have Justin in the, in the room as well from the Tech Council who leads all the, our people services. Talk about what's coming up in January. So I'll, I'll take that part, and Christy, maybe you can talk about the components of it. But So the, in January, we'll, we will launch our uh, second nine-month cohort, uh, now through the fall, uh, September, October, November, and uh, even maybe the f- very, very first part of December, we will be accepting applications to launch in January. How, big is, the end of how January. big is the cohort altogether? Uh, no more than 24, okay. uh, 24 women. Group. We're trying keep to keep it, group. it because the intimacy of the group is, is really, really important. That, that, and, that know, drives we had, it. We have 50 it's hard to get to know oh, everybody. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we're really... You need uh, name tags at that point. That's right. <laughs> the council loves name tags, yeah. so we, we know how to print them. <laughs> um, but 24, 24 women uh, max, and uh, we just had a great weekend retreat uh, at Nemecolon for those women who can't go through the uh, the nine-month cohort, and many of those women said that they were already interested in, in the, the nine-month, right? Yeah, in the nine-month, because right. what, they, what they received in the weekend uh, was excellent, and they, they want to continue on in their journey uh, using Edge. So we'll launch again in January with no more than 24 women. So if you're out there and you, you are interested in considering this, I would get your application in as soon as possible. Yeah, there's no messing around with this. So, so Christy, tell us about like how, what is the commitment? How many how many meetings are there? How long are they? I know there's some there's some weekend stuff that goes mm-hmm. on. So when, when you join this up, you, you're in for the long haul. This is nine months. <laughs> like It's not like a, eh, maybe I won't show up. I mean, everyone's got to be there. You are in for there. the experience of yeah. right, <laughs> As you know, he's going to be in your when I When I talk about Edge, I often refer to it as an experience versus a program because yeah. the program feels, um, you know, like a, like a traditional corporate training like, initiative like where it's like these are the me. seven competencies of leadership. Edge is not like that at all. In fact, um, the reason we call it an experience is that each cohort co-creates the content. So every cohort has a different feel. And Justin and I will begin to create that feel as we look at the applications because we're very intentional when we build the cohort that it's not unlike a puzzle piece. You know, we'll have certain women that are looking to gain specific skills out of this experience and then one of the questions we ask on the application, so here's a little hint for those of our our listeners out there that are looking for tips on on the application, is we ask what are the gifts and the strengths that you'll bring to this cohort because what we want to talk about and and create the space... (laughs) 
<laughs> is for the women to learn from one another as right. peers. You know, my role is less as a trainer and more as a coach, which is yeah. what I am by trade. Okay. How do I create the space for the women to learn from one another? Um, so at its heart, Edge is a peer group experience. And it is focused and that's on... that's what makes it very different. That's what makes it different from everything right. else. If we do not have academics that come in, um, we do not have consultants that teach this. Um, the ladies, mm-hmm. you can ask them when you talk with them, will tell you, I loathe PowerPoint. Um, <laughs> and uh, so 75% of the experience is virtual. Okay. Um, the rest of the time, we do bring the women together to right. share best practices in person. And um, it is both personal and professional development. So, Audrey, that's the other yeah. piece that that's really makes what we're offering here at the Tech mm-hmm. Council unique with Edge is that, so I believe we grow the person to grow the leader. And that's what's missing in most right. leadership development is it's all it's about never professional about, right. development. And right. I think what we need to start doing is turning leadership development right. inside out. Um, so personal and professional development, cohort experience, our women also get access um, and one-on-one time with me each month for coaching. So we call it office oh, hours. So nice. there's an executive coaching component, which most companies are really only investing at the highest levels for executive coaches. Um, but if you think about it, why are we not investing in one-on-one right. coaching at mid-career? Because mid-career is where the mess right. um, and the magic happens. That's where the idling happens, right? The, and the magic. magic. Exactly. The mess and the, the magic. Mid-career is so, messy. And so it's interesting. Are people really writing what their gifts are? I mean, yes. how, how are you What's the best that? gift you've heard yeah, so like, far? Give us some examples of that gift. Um, so here's what I will tell you about gifts and, and successes, which is also something that we talk a lot about in Edge. So we focus on coaching skills with Edge, um, personal brand and influential leadership. And at the core of personal brand is your ability to be able to articulate your successes. And it's something that men do historically well. Women, not so much, for a whole host of reasons. We like saying why we're great. <laughs> I mean, it's just as simple as that. But we if, admit it. If you think about it, Jonathan, there's a, there is an inherent cost when women don't share what we're Absolutely. so great at no. inside our organizations and in the region. Because when I run into challenges, now I don't know who in my network right. can who's go got the, Who's got the skills? Exactly. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. I'm so happy this That's is happening great. because this is making such a huge difference. As we're going to see when we have our next group of interviewees, or it's I'm very, very yeah, fired up. Yeah, to I can't I'm wait. I'm proud of this. Me too. I'm proud of Justin for yeah. spearheading this. Me too. And thank you for Christy for being such a good partner. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. I love it, man. I love it. To learn more about this, go to pghtech.org. Search for Edge. Just type in Edge. And boom, you're going to find a great. It's page one of the first things that comes this. up right when you there. Google it. You I'm can't miss you, it. You cannot miss it. As simple That's as great. that. We're taking Thank a quick you. break. We're coming right back with more Tech Vibe Radio. I swear, this is Jonathan Kirsting. and this is Audrey Rousseau. And I would be remiss if I did not mention Tech Fifty right around the bend. It's October like it's, it's like the best time of the year here, man. It's Fun all night. I can say. It's a big night, big night. Uh, uh, PGHTech.org. Learn more. We'll be right back after this quick break. Welcome back, everybody. You are dialed into Tech Vibe Radio, and we've got a heck of a show going on today, Audrey. Oh, way too much fun. fun. I love it when we do a super cool focus on things like the Edge Women's Program. We're pretty excited. Absolutely. And we're going to make you a master so that you understand about the Edge Women's Program. Uh, that's what I've been learning all night long. It's been great. I, I could become like a person that goes out there and tells everybody. Well, you should be telling everybody, and that's why we are thrilled Absolutely. to do this show tonight. Yeah. And we have with us Keisha Pendleton yes. of Carlo. So, Keisha, Hi, thanks, for, thanks for talking to us. Hi, thank you for having me. Yeah, so, Carlo, what do you do at Carlo? I'm a project manager. Okay. 
And what I currently do there is I manage non-IT related projects as well as IT related projects for the entire university. Whoa. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's like a really big job. Yeah. It is. It, it is. is. So when you, what's a typical day like yeah. for you? Typical day is pretty busy because I'm shifting gears 24-7. Um, I can be working on an academic program. So, for example, I'm currently managing one of our new programs that we are launching. Um, it's a master's in the arts in art for graduate students. Um, it, we just publicized it on the web, and so we're looking for students that may be interested in, you know. So it's a master's in, in arts. In the arts. In the arts. Yes. Okay, so that would be artists? Yes, that okay. would be any local artists. Um, if there's any art teachers oh. that are looking to expand, then that is something that they can go into oh, as far as cool getting thing. a graduate degree mm -hmm. in. If they're not looking to get a certificate, they can you know go that direction. So talk about a technical project, what you so, might be. A technical project, what I'm currently managing now is our computer replacement. So Ooh. we have so we have faculty and staff that are scheduled to receive uh, an update each year. So each summer I do this launch where I manage the logistics side of things, where I'm finding out the selection, ordering, scheduling assign a technicians to go out to the end user, educate them about their uh, product, and then start sending out a survey to our end users to see if or they satisfy. So this is like new computers? Yeah, these are so new computers. So this would be new computers? Yes, these are new computers. So do people be, get a choice? Yeah, they get a choice. They have... Um, at least about six different packages they can select from. So it can go from like a desktop to a laptop. So you get to do a number of different wow. things. You, it's never the same day I'm twice. Exhausted. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, so you get home, you're, you're pretty zoned. Yeah. I, I would have to say. Yeah. But I love that. So do you have a background in project management or do you have a master's degree? I have a master's degree in project management that I just completed this Yay. May. Very cool. Congratulations. Thank you. And where, where, you get to you use it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's pretty exciting. Yes. So what software tools do you use to manage projects? Um, I use, use Microsoft Project. Oh, and that's, familiar with that? Yeah. So that's what I use on a day-to-day -day basis. I use a yellow tablet. Okay. <laughs> and I put columns on it. And, we need you. and then I check stuff off as I get them done. You know? We need you to go paperless. Yeah. So, I like the analog style. Just okay. Saying. So yeah, let's get Jonathan off of the analog yeah. style stuff. But let's really talk about... So you have this pretty amazing job that you, you know, finished a master's degree, have a chance to apply it, mm -hmm. and now you're in the thick of it at a place like Carlo that's mm -hmm. really working through their own changes as well. Right. And uh, what you then became part of this edge group that we have. Yeah. So that's our women's leadership program mm -hmm. that we're run. So you were in our first cohort class. Yes. So why edge, and what was interesting to you about edge? Well, our CIO at Carlo University introduced this program to me, Jeffrey Devlin, yeah. and um, you know thought that I would be a good candidate to go and check it out and see what it's all about. So I came to one of the informational sessions, met Christy, fell in love with her, as well as the information that she provided. We hear that provided. a lot. People are falling in love with her all the time about this. I'm just saying, like, I'm, I'm sensing a trend here. I'm sensing a trend. Sensing a trend. Um, just the message that she presented to us women at the informational session was enough for me to say, hey, this is something that I want to pursue and invest. 
and in myself. Mm -hmm. For sure. Because um, at one point in time in my life, I became lost. Right. We all know, have. Didn't know where mm -hmm. I wanted to kind of go. Um, just lost it. a sense of hope. So when I came into this program, I had no idea what to expect. Really? So what did you learn? Yeah. What are some takeaways? Takeaways? Yeah. I have a lot of different takeaways, um, but two um, that really stand out to me is confidence. Um, That's so huge. I mean, talk about a foundational thing. Right. Um, before, I didn't have that confidence within myself okay. as far as um, just coming into this new position at Carla. And Christy has given me that confidence. She has given me the tools that I need to be Love successful. It. Very cool. And to be able to ask for what I want and not be afraid. So can you give us like a helpful hint so like people are listening when you say that? Because that's pretty profound. Very that's profound. Heavy. Absolutely. Um, just like in my day-to-day -day duties, um, being in a male-predominant field, mm -hmm. it's pretty hard, you know, for a female Definitely. to you know, interact and just be taken seriously. Right. So now I have that confidence to go in and say, look, this is what we're doing. And cool. This is how it's going to be. Okay. Before, you know, I used to just be very shy and timid and not Aww. wanting. Are to people speak. noticing a change yeah. at work? People are. They're like, wait a second, they? Keisha, yes. look They're out! Like, wow, right? Keisha, what? <laughs> I love it. I love it. You're well spoken. <laughs> You're getting your point across. We get it. <laughs> how awesome is that? I mean, it's but you have awesome. to influence a lot of people. I do. Right. Uh, I'm definitely influencing a lot of our undergrad students that look up to me on campus. Um, I'm definitely a role model for a lot of these young wow. students who are just starting out and never, no one in her family actually been to college. So it's like I'm, you know, their mentor. You know, I'm, there's some, I'm someone that they look up to. That's they want to awesome. know my story. Where did I start? What am I doing? And when I tell them about this program, they're like, wow, like, do you think I could be a part of this? You know, moving forward mm -hmm. when I get into, you know, my big girl job. And I'm like, yeah, you can do you it. You can do it. Do it. It's so cool. So you're like spreading this out like yes, it just I has this, this radiating effect there's another piece to the program that I find yeah. sort of interesting is the cohort of women the relationships that you built with other women can you talk about that a little bit for yourself um, for myself I look at these women as my sisters. I don't look at them as just a friend. I have wow. gained. Um, I have gained so much from all of these beautiful women. I've learned so much, and we have learned about each other on a personal level as well as a professional level. But we are able to talk to one another when we are experiencing personal issues in our life. These people are here. They do not judge us. They are there for us. Um, I can call them in the middle of the night and say. Hey, you know, Liz, this is what I'm going through. Can you help me if I'm having men problems, down to children problems, oh, okay. <laughs> down to a work issue? There is someone within the group that I can confide in and go to and say, hey, this is what I'm going through. And they're always there with some type of wonderful advice. That's really big, yes, right? right? That's yeah. really big. So people have seen a difference in you. You've yes. seen a difference in yourself. Yes. It's yes. affected your work. It's mm -hmm. affected your personal life. Mm -hmm. 
why should other women think about joining this next cohort that we have for EDGE, which starts, I believe, in January? I think that if they're struggling within their self or just trying to learn exactly who they are and they want that that boost, they need to look into this program because it's not like your, your normal uh, professional development program. This is something big and it's something more. Some people aren't um, don't have the privilege to be in a sorority, and I feel like this is more or less oh. like a sorority. It's bigger than a sorority. With less drinking, though, right? Right, yeah. less drinking. <laughs> but this is more or less like a, a, a sisterly bond. Right. And um, I feel like if you need that moral support, you need someone to be there for you to push you within your career or your mm-hmm. personal life, this is something that you need to check out. You know, it's it. interesting. For a long time, you know, I used to say there's no girls' club. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's sort of a, you know, a boys' club that mm-hmm. occurs. This is this could help you in your career as you go forward, as you start to connect with these women and have these sort of sisterly kind of relationships mm-hmm. as you look for new opportunities. Correct. And have you seen that? Have you seen people yes. start to really start to explore what kinds of roles that they're actually in? Yeah. I've seen, um, since I've started, so many other women have migrated from one position to another position. They've had the courage to ask for a higher salary, and, I mean, they're doing wonderful now from the, from the beginning of the program to where we're at now. So do you think this could help us in the issues of diversity in innovation and tech? Yes, I definitely do. Our, our group is very diverse. We come from all different industries. Um, ethnic backgrounds, and I think that this would be, you know, a wonderful program. And so what about the, the style of um, these classes, the way that, you know, they meet over a period of nine months? How has that been for you? It's been a great experience for myself. Um, I do know that there were like some lag times where we didn't have any interaction, but we took it a, we took it a step further and kind of met outside a box. Really? Yeah. That's so cool. So what else do you want to say before we have to end this great conversation with you? I just want to thank Carla for giving me the opportunity to be a part of this really phenomenal women's leadership group. And I want to thank you, Christy, so much for believing in me. I love it, wow. man. How cool is that? I want to encourage everybody. Wrap. Yeah, if you want to learn more about this, go to our website, pghtech.org, and just go to our drop down search for Edge, and you can learn about the next cohort that's coming up in January. Uh, really, we can't say enough as to how powerful this stuff is, and we have a lot more coming your way tonight on Tech Live Radio, talking about the power of this program and why you need to be checking this whole thing out. Thank so, you, uh, Keisha yeah, Pendleton. Keisha, thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much for, for being a part of it and sharing your story with us. Thank you for having me. I love it. I love it. Hey, we're taking a quick break. We are coming right back with more Tech Vibe Radio, I swear. And just reminding everybody, Tech 50 is just a few weeks away, October the 12th, the biggest night in technology. I I already got my tux all picked out, Audrey, and it's made of denim. That's all I can say. I know. What a shocker. It's a big shocker. It's a big shocker. (laughs) Learn more about us at pghtech.org. And when you're there, search for Edge. Great, great stuff going on there. This is Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Audrey Russo. Yes, indeed. You are tuned in to Tech Vibe Radio this Friday night. We are putting a special focus on the Edge Women's Program. Audrey, some great stories coming out here tonight. Oh, they are. I'm very Have excited. I think we need to just dive right in and introduce our next guest. Because I mean, we have limited because, time. Oh, it's just great stuff to be then, talking about, but not only that, it's just having a conversation exactly. about what 
what's changed, what's new, what we can do to it's sort of change the world kind of stuff. So yeah. I'm sort of excited about that. And uh, I'm excited that we've been working with Christy Uffelman and Justin Driscoll trying to figure out how we can do a better job changing sure. the world. And reminding our listeners, if you go to pghtech.org and just search for EDGE, you're going to get a great page there to learn about the upcoming cohort that's starting in early 2018. And uh, there's no reason not to go there and check it out. That's all I can say. I encourage everybody. So we have our next guest here, Liz Kablusik from Industrial Scientific. Hi there. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Thank you for inviting me. I'm yeah. excited to be here. I tell you what, we had so much fun talking to Keisha. And, and now we cannot wait to hear your story. Keisha's about, awesome. Yeah. I hope I can follow. <laughs> you can follow. Be you'll, be, you'll be just fine. So quickly, just tell us about yourself real right. quick and what you do with industrial. Awesome. Well, I'm the corporate communications specialist at Industrial Scientific. And as you know, we're a leading global manufacturer of mm-hmm. life-saving gas detection devices right. for industrial use. Absolutely. And so you were, what's your background? Tell us a little bit about your background. Sure. Well, I'm originally from Syracuse, New York. I'm not a native Pittsburgher. Whoa, okay. Great. I Shockingly. went to Syracuse University. Awesome. That's great. Great communications program there. The new Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I decided to come to Pittsburgh to CMU for a master's in rhetoric in English. Wow. And after I finished my master's degree, I fell in love with Pittsburgh and decided to stay here and see what opportunities would be in the area for me. That's great. So now you're at Industrial Scientific. I am. And so let's sort of fast forward. Why was the EDGE program interesting to you? It's really interesting because this sort of hit me at a pivotal time. Um, I was, you know, a little into a year at being an industrial scientific, and I was considering what types of um, enrichment or development opportunities would be available for this year, and I received an email from Justin Driscoll about this program, and... He loves emailing people? He... Oh, so many emails. So many emails. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to talk to him about that. Yeah. And typically I just flag those to read later, but this one said women's leadership cohort. (laughs) By read later, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) And uh, and I gave it a read, and something about it just stood out to me. And I decided to reach out to Christy directly and ask her about the program. Oh, really? You did did your own due diligence. I did. You were researching in your own way and say, hey. And after a few minutes of talking to Christy, I was sold. I mean, we just connected immediately and she got it. Mm-hmm. She really so what understood it. Talk about what that means. Yeah, what is the it? I think the it factor is understanding what a unique situation being a highly motivated, um, career-focused woman is, Mm -hmm. and understanding how lonely that can be. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. developing these cohorts, Mm -hmm. uh, like Keisha said, it really is this bond and this sisterhood between women who have similar aspirations, but very different backgrounds. Ah, And so bringing those two things together Mm -hmm. is an opportunity to learn so much from one another. And one of the things that I love about the EDGE program is it's not just that typical leadership program where you go in and, you know, you learn about what's my leadership style and, you know, what's my score on the predictive index and things like that. It's about who you are as a professional person Mm -hmm. and 
who you are as a person, really. Um, And why does that matter? Because the two cannot operate separate from each other. Mm-hmm. When they do, there's so much discord, and I think it causes a lot of friction and a lot of struggle. Okay. And I know that was one of the things for me, Christy spoke about and said, you know, I have corporate Christy, and, you know, she's there from 9 to 5, and then regular Christy the rest of the time. And I think that that really struck a chord with a lot of women who realized, you know, am I being my authentic self? Right. And what does being my authentic self, what can that bring to my company or to my role Um, and I think that a lot of times women want to hide that and suppress that do they do we do we do that do we do that because of gender issues or because of role issues I think sometimes there's a, a feeling that you know you need to keep your personal life separate from your mm, professional life. Okay. Um, but a lot of times men don't do that. You know, mm. they're they're very open about what's going on in their personal lives. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so I think that as women we should be aware of that and not be um, feeling like we need to have two separate identities. Great. Wow, that's an interesting learning. I mean, this is getting to some just super deep stuff. I mean, that just makes you a better person all the way around and brings it right into what you do at work. Because if you're a solid, grounded person just as a person, that's just going to be you at work. But that's such an interesting point. I wouldn't have thought that the EDGE program would have dove into that, but that's really refreshing. Because just from myself and my career, obviously I'm not at the beginning of it, but I can tell you that... I try to bring in my personal stuff into work so that people see me as a whole person. And I've only worked mostly with men in my career. And uh, I don't think it's hurt me. And I think that there are, that there have been women who keep it very stoic and separate. And as a result, there's like this pressure of expectations mm-hmm. that, that are inside of that. That's interesting. And yeah. we'll, t- you know, I'll talk to Justin more when we get him on the show because he knows me for a good solid 10 years. Oh, absolutely. You know, and, and we've never talked about that, but that's sort of interesting because he probably knows more about my life than he probably would with other people, like right? a pop quiz afterwards, too. Yeah, you know way too remember, much about my life. Do you remember 2011? Jonathan, like, you know, takes care of my vehicles. <laughs> you know, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No. no, no, no. That's not it. But that's, but that's quite candid of you to share that and, and for you to be sort of at the beginning of your career and to sort of grapple with those issues and be your own person. And you know what makes me sad is... I wish that the world, in the work world, we're still not struggling with this as women. Mm-hmm. But apparently we are. But how cool is it that we have programs like this? Right. Because we care about leadership at the Tech Council. Exactly. We care about talent attraction. Absolutely. We care about talent retention. We care about making sure that Pittsburgh is a place where talented people like yourself and Keisha and others want to live and want to build the next generation. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Are we out of time? No, we've got a little more time. Good, because I want to talk to How has it changed yeah. your life, though? You talked about, like, this total life. How has it changed your life? I think that it really comes back to, um, like Keisha said, the confidence factor, but in a sort of different way. So, so you're more confident? 
I think there used to be a tendency to hold myself back from opportunities. Wow. And I think jumping into the fear Mm -hmm. has been a huge lesson. Right. Uh, Seeking out the opportunities that make you uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and embracing them because that's really where you learn and grow both personally and in your career. So I think that you know, seeking out those opportunities um, to kind of step into the chaos, if you will, and embrace it. That sounds like an entire like segment. Stepping into the chaos. Stepping yes. into the chaos. Well, yeah. Yes. I mean, if you don't, yeah. Sometimes I feel like I've been a punching bag. I just fail, pop up, fail, pop up, fail, exactly. pop up. And now I'm hmm. I've not been scared of failing because I always know. That's how, pop back up. That's how you build resiliency. Right, and right. It's so really you feel important. like you're more resilient? Definitely. Have people noticed a difference in you at work? You know, I have a story about that. Ah, tell us. Tell us. <laughs> tell us. The other day, I was walking down the hall, grabbing coffee, and one of my coworkers stopped me dead in my tracks and looked at me and said, you know, I have a daughter who's going to be graduating college soon. And she's in engineering. She's going into a male-dominated field. Is there any advice or resources that you would be willing to give her? Now, this person had no idea I was going through this program. It's you know not someone who I really talk to on a day-to-day basis. He just saw me and... I guess thought that I looked like somebody who knew what they were doing. Well, what did you say? I said I'd be happy to help out. So I provided a few resources and talked to him about the EDGE program a little bit. And um, he was able to connect me with his daughter, and we've been able to make a little bit of progress. So you're giving back? I am, oddly. You are giving back. Yeah, I, I didn't expect odd. that that would happen so soon, so soon necessarily. Right. Yeah, giving back is really, as long as it's part of your fabric now, you'll learn that you're going to constantly give back. Definitely. Well, I feel like this is a gift. Very um, much Just so. listening to the both of you, because that's inspiring to me, and it gives a lot of hope. But more important is that maybe one day all of us will be working for the both of you. Absolutely, man. That's the goal. That's the plan. That's the plan. So we had a chance to hear from Liz Kablusik of Industrial Scientific. Absolutely. Thank you for taking the time. Tell us your story with this whole program that we think is just so important, and we are so pumped for 2018 to to keep this going and getting more and more women engaged in this. It's just so important. And then Justin and I are going to attend, right? Yeah, we're going to talk about that with Christy. Christy Christy and Justin and I need to talk about some of that. That's absolutely true. Because you could use it. We could all use it. Honestly, I think this is something that goes across everybody. Yeah, it's not gender I really don't think it is. I think it's... But it's time for us to dive deep into the women's issues. That's what it's all about, 100%. So I'm just going to remind everybody, thank you for tuning into Tech 5 Radio, and please go to pghtech.org, go to our drop-down and search for EDGE, and you'll find some great information there about the program and how you can join up and be a part of this for the coming year. There's still plenty of time to get on board with this, and if not, I'm sure Justin will be emailing everybody shortly. <laughs> everybody, yes. <laughs> and that's emails underway oh, right Mr. now. We swear. Mr. We swear, we email. Swear. <laughs> mm-hmm. we got to go. We're all out of show. And for everyone, every single Friday night, we bring you Tech 5 Radio. We love doing Doing this and of course Tech 50 October 12th. Audrey, you're going to be there. I'm going to be there. I've got my denim tuxedo. <laughs>
just saying I got to do it this year. Okay. Every year, you got to do something special for Tech 50. That's all I'm saying. It's Men's Edge. Men's Edge. I, I think I'm in desperate need. Anyhow, we're all out of time, everybody. Have an awesome weekend, and we will uh, see you next week on the air here on KDKA. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.